gentlemen, it is that time of the year when the entire world comes together for the biggest cricket tournament ever, the Indian Premier League. But unfortunately, due to the COVID-19, that's not gonna happen, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Around the Wicket. Yes, we guys know you missed the IPL, you missed the T20 fever, but you know what? You can't do it, you can't do it. I've got my buddy Ryan Mayfield from Arkansas. What's going on, buddy? I know you're missing the IPL as well. What's the emotion like with you? Uh, I definitely miss it. I remember, you know, in past years, I would always wake up, you know, because for me, the matches are in the mornings and and see what match is on. And usually the time I would wake up, it was fun because it would be kind of in the back back half of the match. And so I'd get to see some of the most exciting moments and yeah, definitely missing that right now. Hey, but guess what? That's why Around the Wicket is bringing to you some exciting conversations between me, the Indian guy, Vivek Banaik, and my buddy, Ryan Mayfield, who's the American. And if we can't watch IPL, we can discuss IPL. And today yeah. on our podcast, we're going to be discussing about the top T20 players who we think are, are really on top of the game. I know there have been so many surveys, there have been so many polls. But we've got, uh, you know, four or five names with us who we believe are on top of the table. Um, Ryan has got his opinions. I've got my opinions. You guys, at the end of this podcast, don't forget to comment your opinions about the greatest T20 player ever. Ryan, mm. would you like to shoot first? Yeah, so I do have my list, but I was also looking at a list. So ESPN, Crick Info, they did, uh, they're doing kind of a tournament of greatest T20 players. And so I thought before we get into our list, we could talk about the ones that they said are their top four and just see what okay. we think. So, so their yep. top four for Crick Info were uh, Malinga from Sri Lanka, uh, Andre Russell, then Chris Gale, uh, and then from India, Rohit Sharma. So what do you think about those four? And do you think there's uh, well, we'll talk about who's on our list after, but what do you think about those four? Well, I think uh, all the four names are definitely hold a very, very big position in terms of the greatest T20 players. I mean, think about it. Cricket, in the first place, is a batsman's game. When it comes to a T20 format, it's, it's even more a batsman's game. And when you talk about uh, batsmen, you've got two of the, two or three of the biggest names in the top of the list. We've got Chris Gale, Andre Russell, Rohit Sharma, all who have got their own abilities and strengths. Definitely Chris Gale, Universe boss. He's got the highest number of T20 runs under his belt. You've got Andre Russell, who can virtually win you matches in five overs. I mean, you've got 100, 120 runs to score in five overs. He'll do that for you. You've got Rohit Sharma, who's a brilliant opener. So I guess these, these batsmen, it is only fair to have three batsmen out of four in your top four. Mm. Um, but it is also important to have a bowler like Malinga who can mm -hmm. really bowl death overs. I mean, um, to actually be relevant in a T20 match, you need to have Malinga in your team. You need to have somebody who really curb those runs the last overs. And from the day Malinga stepped his foot into the international cricketing circle, I think the real reason he was special was because of his action which was slightly controversial, but then once mm -hmm. he was cleared, I think the slinging action is so meant for yorkers. I mean, mm -hmm. how many bowlers in today's time can you actually um, bowl yorkers five or six times? And he can do that. He can consistently bowl good yorkers when he wants and how he wants. And that's what makes Malinga so special. So frankly speaking, uh, to the person to be celebrated in the top four list of ESPN's greatest T20 players is actually Malinga. Because, uh, man, you actually made it to uh, the list of uh, batsmen uh, who can actually destroy every bowler and every opposition. 
So yeah. yeah, kudos to ESPN putting out that list. I really agree with them. And yeah. I think it's time to also take bowlers like Malinga because he's made it the top four. Mm, yeah. So I, I like the list as well. My list is very different from their list. But I will say uh, Malinga, out of all these, I would want to include Malinga on my list, uh, mainly because my list doesn't include any fast bowlers. Uh, and I know that you need okay. one, you know, uh, definitely in the side. Uh, so my list is more like individuals. I know that these, you know, these four players by themselves would not win a match. But uh, but yeah. So if there was anybody I was going to add to my list, it would probably be uh, Malinga. He's just he's too good. Correct. So what's so, your list looking like, Ryan? So let's do this. Let's I'll share one, and then you share one. We'll go back and forth like that. Sure. Yeah. Sure, so sure. Uh, I'm going to start at the bottom of my list. Uh, and so th- the bottom of my list is uh, Rashid Khan. Uh, I okay. just, I think he's so good and I think he's got so much potential. Yeah. That's the only thing against him is he, he is young and he doesn't have the experience and, you know, maybe he won't turn out to be as good, but, uh, but right now I think for a youngster, I, I don't know if I've seen anybody that's made such an impact at a young age quite so quickly other than, you know, when you talk about great players like Sachin or something. Um, I think Rashid Khan is just, he's come alive for cricket, especially for Afghanistan. And and yes. uh, and the Sunrisers Hyderabad, like, been such an important figure there. And so he's, he's the first one coming from the bottom of my list of, of four. What about you? Um, starting from the bottom, I have a fast bowler with me, and I would opt for Jaspreet Bumrah. Mm. Um, I believe Jaspreet Bumrah is uh, the future of Indian uh, cricket in terms of bowling. I think yeah. he's performed really well in the one-day international scene. He's also a great test bowler. As an yeah. ODI bowler, he's very good. But as a T20 bowler, he's even better. Again, unconventional bowling action. I, I mean, mm-hmm. if somebody who, who's not watched cricket before and you watch Bumrah bowling, you really feel <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know what he's up to. I mean, is he performing yeah. a magic trick or, you know. Right. <laughs> but um, I think that that's what makes him so special. He's got that action. He'll, he'll, he runs in slowly, but he's able to deliver the ball fast and death overs. Mind you, you need mm-hmm. to have good bowlers to win a T20 game. As much as you need to have good batsmen, I think Mumbai Indians have uh, people like Jasprit Bumrah who can really bowl in the death overs. Curb runs, uh, get wickets. So he's a wicket-taking bowler. You know, yeah. you can get hit for three sixes, but if you take that prized wicket on the fourth ball, man, that is the kind of bowler we, I want in my team. And I think that is why I would pick Jasprit Bumrah at fourth position. For for me, he's a star bowler and a must for any team to have. Yeah, yeah, he's difficult for me to not include. Uh, I thought about him, and across all formats, like you said, he's just he's been amazing. And so, definitely honorable mention for him on my list, even though he wasn't one of the four. Uh, my next yeah. one up is maybe you know maybe some people will disagree with this, but for T Twenty matches, I really like uh, Shakib Shakib El Hassan. Uh, from Bangladesh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bangladesh. Uh, okay. You know, he's he can bowl really well, obviously, but he also can bat really well. So I think that makes him more valuable, you know, to be able to play both sides. Um, same with Rashid. You know, Rashid can bat as well. But uh Shekibal Hassan, a I mean he can he can stay at the crease for a long time and and he swings big, but he also makes a really big impact with the bowling. So he's my number three. Oh, I agree with you. Uh, over the years, Bangladesh cricket has really evolved to being um, a very improved side. You know, 10 years before or 15 years before, you would dismiss uh, a Bangladesh cricket side as a, 
as a non-cricket playing nation or as a very weak team in the ICC, um, you know, world rankings. But uh, if you look at some recent performances, if you look at how the players have evolved, I think Bangladesh has a very, very bright future. They've beaten the best. I mean, they've beaten Australia, they've beaten India. Mm. And they're on their way to produce some really, really good cricketers. I know they also have a bowler who's playing for Sunrisers Hyderabad in, in form of... Yeah. Uh, uh, it's um, Ramin, uh, Mushfakir, right? Uh, uh, Mushfikar Rahman. Yeah. Mushfikar Rahman, the guy who bowls left arm uh, very pace. Good. He's very, yeah. good, very good with his yorkers as well. So, big shout out to all the Bangladesh cricket fans listening to our podcast. I mean, uh, you guys have a bright, bright future. And no way anybody can treat you as minnows anymore. You guys are yeah. on par with any good team. Absolutely. So, who's your next one? My next one is uh, kind of my favorite one. And I think he's also a local favorite, uh, ABCD. <laughs> I don't mm. know why I'm, I'm so obsessed with Nags. I keep following his jokes or I keep cracking his jokes <laughs> on this podcast. It's A.B. De Villiers. A.B. De Villiers initially played for Delhi Daredevils and then was drafted to the Royal Challengers Bangalore. The reason why I think A.B. De Villiers is, a, is an important player for any team is for his ability to kind of adapt to situations and kind of, uh, you know, he's a clean striker of the ball. He's got a gifted ability to watch the ball till the end. And once he strikes, he really strikes it. And uh, that remains out of the park. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's a very, very talented uh, fielder as well. He can also keep wickets if you know, yep. there is no option. And MBWS over the years has proved to be a very, very dependable batsman. Yes, Absolutely. his team has never won a trophy so far. Um, I will agree that he hasn't delivered on some occasions when their team wanted him. But that doesn't take away the fact that he is an exceptional fielder. You can, you've seen some of the catches he's taken in the last season. Yeah. It's incredible. And when it comes to batting, man, I, I can, I, I'll say it again. If you can hit Dale Stain with a reverse sweep, who's bowling 150 Ks per hour <laughs> for a six uh, behind you, and, yeah. and only ABD can do that. So for me, he's still in the third spot. Yeah. Well, and ABD is, uh, I mean, no one can argue with that. Uh, I'm I'm a little bit embarrassed that he's not in my top four, even though he probably should be. But he's just he's a superhero, you know. Um, and I just there's very few players that I would want to watch play more, you know, than than AB De Villiers. Uh, but the Absolutely. next one on my list is actually a good friend of his, and so my number two spot is Virat Kohli. Uh, huh. Again, okay. it, it's kind of kind of the thing where you know you can't argue with. De Villers and you can't really argue with Coley, like especially if you're chasing. If you have to chase in a match, Coley is just the best. You know, he's he's aggressive, and uh, you know when it comes to cover drives, I don't think there's anyone better. And so I Absolutely. think he's uh, just excellent in in that. And uh, you know, you wouldn't want to count on him too much for bowling, but uh, when it comes to the bat, there's very few people that are better than him. So he's my number two. I agree with you. He's the only name uh, which resonates with every Indian uh, cricket fan at the moment or probably even world cricket. I think um, there's so many people who've said that if there's anybody after Sachin Tendulkar who can really represent India on a global platform, that has to be Virat Kohli. He's extremely talented. I mean, as you said, the cover drive, beautiful. man. Once he plays it, then you just mm. it's, like a, it's like a woman standing in front of you and you're just in awe of her. <laughs> he treats the ball very, 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 very beautifully. And he's yeah. got the technique. I mean, he's, he's got the runs, more importantly. I think there have been so many seasons he's been the player of the tournament. Um, but somewhere for me, I have to slightly disagree with you because um, sometimes it's also about kind of proving yourself uh, under pressure situations. 
And yeah. um, I don't know why I, I somehow feel under pressure. Virat has not always performed. It's like a fifty-fifty yeah. thing, you know. You 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 like flip a coin. Virat would win you a match when you thought mm. he wouldn't. And when you flip a coin again, Virat would lose the match when you thought the right. we were home. Yeah, um, agreed. So for me, I, for me, I, somewhere you know, I, I want to like Virat Kohli because he's really uh, improved and evolved as a cricketer from being a, a spoiled Indian um, cricketer <laughs> to being very responsible. Um, maturing in terms of fitness. I mean, he's he put that fitness revolution in Indian cricket. So oh, yeah. I'm really happy about so many things he's done with Indian cricket. I'm a big fan of his wife, Anushka Sharma. Uh, <laughs> so all, all things going for him. So uh, yes, I mean, I, yeah, I would pass off him in the second position. I wouldn't mind, but yeah. um, I've got somebody else in the second position on my list. Yeah, who's that? Um, I've got a I've got a left-handed batsman coming from Australia, and I've got uh, David Warner on the second yeah. position for me. Um, I'll tell choice. you why. Um, you know, David Warner, man, um, when you watch uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad and the last season, there were two players who really took away the game from most of the opposition. There was David Warner and Ken Williamson. Mm. And the way David Warner was timing the ball, it looked like he could play cricket even in his sleep. I mean, um, he worked really hard after that whole, you know, uh, controversy with the cricket ball. He was kind of suspended from um, the national side. But the way he came back in in the last season and the way he was timing the ball, he got so many runs for Hyderabad. And I think uh, you would want a guy like David Warner to open the innings for you. Um, yeah. Many years um, um, earlier, a few years earlier, I would probably say Chris Gale was like that. If Chris Gale opened innings, he would you know get you 100 runs in 10 overs. I think that same capacity David Warner has at the moment because he's timing the ball so beautifully well. He's got the technique, he's got the aggression and he's yeah. also somebody who can play every bowler. He will not yep. struggle against any bowler, and he's a sensible batsman. Let's not forget, he's not a pinch hitter. He's not probably like Gale who will go after every ball. So, in terms of sensible cricket, as a dependable opener, uh, David Warner, he really is the number two batsman for me yeah, mm. currently. I love that, and yeah, he's definitely one of the best. Uh, and what you said about playing any bowler before you said that, I was just thinking like David Warner is not afraid of any bowler. You know. He's no, just he's, he's he's solid and he's strong. But yeah, you're right. He's not he's not making lots of bad shots, but he hits the ball very hard. But he's also not afraid to run between the wickets, which for me is the reason why Chris Gale will never make one of my T twenty lists is because he won't, you know, Maybe. hardly ever take the singles. But uh, David Maybe. Warner is yeah, gosh, there are there are not very many other you know, opening batsman that I think would scare me so much, you know, as an op- uh, opposing side. Uh, because, he reminds yeah, me of, and- um, he reminds me of, um, you know, the likes of Matthew Hayden or Adam Gilchrist. I mean, when Matthew Hayden and Adam Gilchrist opened for Australia, they would demolish the opposition. I mean, man, mm-hmm. if you let Matthew Hayden and Adam take 10 overs, the next 30 overs, God save you. Because these guys can really take away the game from you. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. you let them stay for 10 overs in a one-day international, I would easily say they would score 300-350 plus in the next. Mm. I mean, uh, on any given good day, they would do that. So, David Warner comes from that breed of cricketers. So, I'm, I'm not kind of surprised because, you know, they share the same dressing room. and It's the Australian blood mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, lots of respect for the way he plays. So, are we ready for number ones? Yeah. What's the number one position for you? Okay. So, my number one. T20 position. And again, this may be controversial. I'm not sure if everybody will agree with this, but my number one top T20 player 
is Suresh Raina. Wow, that's a, that's an interesting choice. I, uh, could you explain why? I think Raina has been one of the most consistent T20 players. Uh, you know, he's okay. he's not, you know, the most flashy. He's not going to be the one that's usually getting the most runs or anything. But I think in T20, he is just very dependable for the most part. He's played so many matches. There's very few people that have played more T20 matches than, than he has. And so his experience, uh, and he's obviously good with the bat. Again, not the best in the world, but but he's up there. He's definitely one of the top batsman but also for his ability to to take some uh, overs bowling uh, he's you know not a main bowler but he's a good secondary bowler to give your other bowlers some time off and to to rethink strategy and I think he actually gets wickets because you know most batsmen on the opposing side don't spend much time thinking about how to play him and so they're not as prepared for him generally and so he'll normally take a, a wicket in the t20 matches at least which is just a bonus for your team you know, to, to have a, one of your not top bowlers that's taking wickets is, is just a huge bonus. So I know that's a kind of a strange pick, but if I'm, you know, having a T20 side, I want Suresh Raina in that side. Yeah, I really love, uh, you know, um, stark contrast kind of choices which you have made in comparison to ESPN or um, probably <laughs> what I have picked. So are you ready for my number one uh, player? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, I, I want to maybe guess. Give me, give me a hint. Tell me uh, which country they play for. Um, okay, uh, <laughs> I think this will be easy for you, um, but I'll try to make it tough. Okay, I'll try to make okay. it tough. So um, let's see if you know some some history. So this cricketer uh, used to have um, a Bolly, uh, a bo- an alleged Bollywood girlfriend. Uh, he was allegedly linked up with one of the Bollywood actresses. It's a, it's a little tough hint I've given you because if I give you the other hints, you'll kind of uh, guess. But uh, one, one, he was allegedly linked with some one of the Bollywood actresses uh, when he started off ba- his career. Is it a batsman? Um, okay, I'll give it to you. Yes, he's a batsman. Ah, I feel like there's been multiple ones that have had some Bollywood... Uh, connections <laughs> i don't know who is it both both good and bad okay so i'll tell you um, the answer to the hint so this particular cricket was uh, earlier linked to deepika padukone who is mm. now the wife of uh, bollywood actor ranveer singh mm. deepika padukone was also linked with yuvraj singh mm. she was also allegedly uh, the girlfriend of um, a former owner of the royal challengers bangalore um vijay malia's son um, hmm. not getting his name at the moment uh, to my mind. Sid Malia. Sid Malia. She was also uh, uh, allegedly the girlfriend of Siddharth Malia. Hmm. And the cricketer who I'm talking about is none other than Tala MS Dhoni. Uh, yeah. Who happens to be your favorite cricketer. And um, of course... I didn't um, know about the I thing mean, no with Deepika price, though. Uh, yeah, when he was uh, you know, coming into limelight, he was linked with uh, Deepika as an alleged kind of an affair. But uh, huh. I mean, Bollywood and Indian cricket is always... I mean, the IPL itself is such a amalgamation of cricketers and uh, movie yeah. stars. <laughs> so um, um, I, I'm, I'm sure you're not surprised uh, no. uh, that I chose Dhoni as the number one uh, T20 player, according to me. I, I'll simply tell you one reason why, okay? Uh, think about going for a war and you have to uh, go on war every single year and you need a man to lead from the front who mm. is extremely level-minded, who is extremely calm in his approach towards um, fighting an opponent. At the mm. same time, uh, 
he gets the job done for you and yeah. i think over the years whether it's been indian cricket um look at the trophy cabinet of ms dhoni he's got a world cup he's got an icc cup he's got a several test matches he's got plenty of ipl um you know trophies so he's really proved himself in every format of the game mm-hmm. he must be 35 plus he still runs uh, like yeah. he's a 20 year old in between the wickets <laughs> and yeah. uh, think about the things he's done for chennai super kings man from the day from season 1 oh, yeah. i mean i i'm a i'm a hardcore royal challengers bangalore fan but if i had an opportunity to have you know dhoni as our captain i mean i'm sorry virat i'm sorry everyone who's emotional <laughs> with rcb i would swap like in a blink of an eye uh, because i i mean the, the, his he's just been such an amazing captain it's not yeah. about winning matches i mean he's won matches he's lost matches Uh, there have been times like i think the last world cup i really wondered why he was playing so defensively um mm-hmm. you know in that in the situation where he's supposed to win a match for india but um, the, the guy is is such a level minded cricketer he knows what he is doing and he's yeah. such a dependable player um and again unconventional approach towards cricket i mean if you look at the helicopter shot or some of his his shots he plays um really somebody three a god gifted cricketer and um, we're hoping he could continue playing ipl at least if not for indian cricket yeah. i i don't know what the situation is for indian cricket um, i don't agree with some of the decisions he has made of taking such a long break and i would mm-hmm. say the same thing for ab devilliers as well i mean are you either fighting the war for your country or you're not you know this mm-hmm. is when you play cricket especially as an indian for you it is war so yeah. i was not happy at all to see him absent for so many months after the world cup but nonetheless for me he has to be the number one t20 player in the world what do you yeah. think i'm sure you think the I, same i have no problem with that i mean you know i love uh, donny um and yeah i i'm excited to hopefully see him back on the pitch uh with with csk and i know i i i figure his chances in the indian side are probably pretty dependent on his IPL performance uh, and so I know that's yes. true. You know what I wonder with him whenever he first came into the side and especially when he first uh, got the captaincy, he was a very big proponent of the younger players, right? Uh yes. he was pretty instrumental in a lot of the seniors, you know, losing their their spots on the side. Uh and that's I don't right. think that was necessarily a personal thing, but I think he was thinking about the future of Indian cricket and if they only relied on the seniors forever, you know, eventually there was going to come a time where they would retire and Indian cricket would really suffer. And so, you know, I wonder how much of that he now thinks about now that he's on the other end mm-hmm. of it being the senior, you know, and guys like uh, you know, Rishabh Pant uh or um, you know, some of the other other wicket keepers that that are coming up uh you know thinking about them and trying to decide how much time he needs to give them with the gloves and i think that's a consideration so i i don't know i have mixed feelings about his absence from the side i definitely miss him but if he's thinking through that lens then i can at least understand it a bit i suppose um so yeah I, you know in that regard i really appreciate uh, cricketers um, who play for other countries um, you know been, as a cricketer in india uh, it's you know you you become a demigod um, whether it's tendulkar or whether it's saurabh ganguly and sometimes you feel you know um, do you really want to stop playing the game we are going to mm. miss all the attention are you going to miss all the fame name money position so um, I won't really blame uh, the Indian cricketers, especially Dhoni, because it must be a tough situation. I mean, we're all human beings after all. 
But in in stark comparison to the rest of the players in the world, I think they make their decisions so quickly. Uh, you've seen mm. some of the Australian players. You see A B Devilliers as well retired from all forms of international cricket. Uh, Mitchell Johnson did it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Clark did it so so quickly. I think I think the, they really decide. They know their bodies uh, and how well it can perform over a period mm-hmm. of time, and they really take the decision pretty quickly, which I really appreciate because it really paves way for the younger generation to take over the mantle. And um, let's face it, I mean, you can be the fittest player, but to play international cricket to add. You know, over the age of 35, it takes next level of commitment, and it's not always possible. So, um, this is probably something Indian cricketers can take note of from the rest of the players. You know, when it's time, it is time. Right? There's mm. no um, one more day or one day less, one day more. You should really hang over, hang the boots, and say goodbye to international cricket. But mm. uh, <laughs> the good news is that, uh, and the bad news, we don't know. We don't know thing about MS Dhoni. What do you guys think? If you guys think uh, you have some opinions about the list ESPN has shared about the top T20 cricketers ever, the list Ryan has to share. I'm going to read out the, the list for you again. Ryan, uh, Ryan, can you read out your list again? Who are your top T20 cricketers? Yeah, so I had uh, Rashid Khan, Shakib Al Hassan. Uh, Virat Kohli and Suresh Raina. Cool. If you guys agree with this list, please comment in the comment section below. Give us your top four T20 cricketers and why you think they should be in the top four list. My top uh, cricketers were, of course, Jaspreet Bumrah, number four, number three, A.B. De Villiers, number two, David Warner, and number four and number one, uh, our Tala M.S. Dhoni. So if you guys agree with us, if you don't agree with us, please comment in the comment section below. Let us know your thoughts. Give us your top T20 uh, players. And we'll have a quick discussion about that and probably discuss that in our next episode. Ryan, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's great. I'm excited for uh, some different guests we've got coming up and uh, some, some more episodes coming up soon. Perfect. So it was a great podcast so far. Ladies and gentlemen, we're available on Spotify. We also will be up on Instagram and YouTube soon. We're also on Apple Podcasts. So please, please look up Around the Wicket and you will find us there. We are two cool uh, cricket enthusiasts, one an American and one an Indian who love to talk about the game of cricket. We put out podcasts at least two or three times in a week. Do follow us, do support us, give us all the love you have and we will continue bringing you all this amazing content around the wicket. Take it easy. Until next time.